This is actually the most I, I might have ever disclosed on the podcast. We've only just Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to In Living Color Abroad. And I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. It has been far, far too long. And once again, please excuse my very long three-month hiatus from the podcast. And on this episode, you've been listening to me discussing my three-month hiatus. My summer 2022. Talk about my trip to New York, trip to Miami, then back here in Costa Rica. The Masters that I'm very, very close to finishing, guys. And what's coming up in year four, season four <laughs> of my life. Not the podcast, necessarily. I don't do seasons, but my life here in Costa Rica. And yeah, we're just going to talk. We're just going to talk a little bit. Hope you enjoy the ride. This is A Living Color Abroad. So let's begin. Uh, first and foremost, I want to apologize for lying to you all. <laughs> so if you listen to the last episode, which is titled What's Next Part 2, I ended that episode, which was three months ago that aired, saying that the next episode would not be a solo episode. I said it would be, I'll be interviewing someone. But that is not true. Um, unfortunately, I actually did get in contact with someone that I think would have been a dope episode, but through my faults and just uh, we didn't we didn't continue uh keeping in contact so we didn't set up a time or anything like that so it might happen in the future but it's been too long i need to give you guys some content I, it's been I don't, i'm going crazy here without doing this podcast i'm like i gotta make some time and for those that don't follow me on instagram my ig which you should at in living color abroad i did do an ig live um with my good friends brian who've been a was been a guest on the podcast in Ikuma, and we wrap up basically our year three of living abroad. So definitely check that out. Uh, I put that out the other day. But now I need something for just for you guys that just listen to the podcast. And so this, as I said, will be titled Summer 2022, talking about just my summer, catching you guys up after the three months that I've been gone. And so here it is. All right. So this summer's been quite a roller coaster. I've been moving around a lot. But I also have been doing a lot of work as well. And as you guys know, and most of you know by now, the reason for my the main reason for the hiatus is one, the masters, which by August 25th, I need to submit the dissertation. And I'm almost there, guys. 12,000 words, which amounts to maybe 30 pages of writing, is <laughs> almost finished. I'm almost there. And I'm very happy. Hopefully it gets published, <laughs> but I have no problem sharing uh, this dissertation that I that I will finish and hopefully receive a master's degree in international education. Um, so yeah, so that's been taking up a lot of my time, but at the same time, you know, I've been enjoying my time, you know, on vacation. So I just want to give you that that overarching view, and now let's go, let's let's do a deep dive. So I get off of work, I go to the Caribbean side, Puerto Viejo, my favorite place, Costa Rica. I've said this a million times. I love going there. Went there five days. Had a grand old time. Then, after that, I go to New York to visit my family and my friends. And that was also a great time. A fantastic time. A time of reflection, I will say. <laughs> on one certain occasion, I had a lot to reflect on. But a great time nonetheless. And what that occasion was, I cannot disclose to you. Only my, <laughs> Only the person that was there with me that day, that night 
knows about this story and maybe two other more people, but that's just, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but lots of reflection, lots of introspection, all the, all, all that jazz. But no, but I had a great time going back to New York as always. And I always try to think about what's different between going back, you know, what you're in year one and year two and year three, which this is, I'm today as I'm recording this episode it is my third year being Costa Rica. It officially marks my third year in Costa Rica, which is absolutely bananas that I've been abroad for three years already. Wild. Blows my mind. But anyways, back to um, going to New York. So I try to think about what's different. And honestly, going back feels normal. So let me unpack that. what I mean by that. It's like when I first went back to New York when I was living here, it's like I was just going back home, right? Like, I missed home. And don't get me wrong, New York is still home. But now it just feels like routine to visit New York. You get what I'm saying? Like that feels that feels like part of what I do is I go visit New York again. Not necessarily that I'm going back home to where I live because I don't really have a home there. <laughs> you know, my parents have their home, but that's not where I grew up. You know what I mean? They live in Poughkeepsie, New York. I didn't even go to Brooklyn. No, that's a lie. I did go to Brooklyn. But, you know, I didn't go to the childhood house that I grew up. The house, we don't live there anymore. So it's, it's a different feeling when you're going to where your brother, where my brother lives in Long Island, to where my parents live in Poughkeepsie, New York. It's a different connection to New York. You know, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe you don't know, but, <laughs> but it's a different connection to New York that I feel. Like it's still home, but it feels part of routine of visiting. And I don't know how else to describe it, honestly. But that's basically how I feel about it now. Yeah, this is just what I do. But anyway, so I had a great time. I saw friends, friends that were living in Taiwan that were happy to be in New York. Shout out to Game and Kiss that are listening. Uh, obviously, my family, seeing childhood friends. I, I set up a nice little get-together in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn where friends of mine came out to show me some love, which I greatly appreciated. Um, and yeah, it just it always astonishes me, honestly. How for those that live abroad, live far away from home, you could probably relate to this, is when you go back to wherever home is for you, you know, you, you don't want you want to feel like you still have some kind of connection to the place, right? And obviously my connection to my place, obviously I was born and they have family there. But you know, it's also important that I know people that are like friends that are might be still there and they're like, yo, Angel's in town, let me hit him up or let me see what he's doing. And thankfully I still have that, honestly. And I think that's a that's a that's a what's the word? A testament to me on my side maintaining the friendship, but then on my friends on their side of trying to maintain the friendship and just, you know, caring about what I'm up to, how I am, and having to see me in such a, like some people I haven't seen in three years since I moved. My mentor, shout out to Mark Adams. I speak to him often, so it didn't feel like three years. But we met we met up, we're like, yo, we haven't seen each other in three years. And that was wild to think that. But it's so cool to feel that. And when you live abroad, when you live far away, you have to be the one that keeps those connections going. Obviously, it's on your friends too, but it's on you a lot because, you know, you're the one in a different context and all this other stuff. So you got to be the one that, that keeps those connections going as well. So, you know, the people don't forget about you. <laughs> and they still, you know, they still they still rock with you in that way that still want to hang out with you and see you. So I felt a lot of love. I felt a lot of love going back to New York, so that was great. Um, so, yeah, so that was dope as always. Then I went to Miami. Because I still had uh, a flight credit <laughs> for my unused ticket to Paris in New Year's. that didn't happen because of Omicron. So I still had money left over, about $1,000. So I had to use some of that. So I'm like, yo, where could I go that would be convenient to then go to Costa Rica? I'm like, oh, Miami. And I've never been to Miami, which is crazy. I think I've been, I've been in many different places, but I've never been to Miami. 
And obviously through connections, but never actually visited. So I'm like, oh, let me do Miami. Never been. So I went to Miami. I was there for three days. I stayed at a place called Mid Beach, which is like maybe 15 minutes from South Beach. And let me tell you something. One thing that surprised me was how beautiful the beaches were. Like I was, I was taken aback by like how, um, you know, clear. I don't know why I say it in Spanish. Celeste. The the water was very celeste. Like. Uh, who is Celeste? I don't even, <laughs> I can't even think. The water was like a very clear, greenish, bluish hue. Very beautiful water. Um, and it was super nice. It was chill in the area that I was. I was, I was just chilling. I wasn't, I wasn't at a party. I was there by myself. I was just like, let me, let me chill and get some work done as well for my master's. And it was just beautiful. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. And I was really happy about it. Um, my three day trip there. Then I come back to Costa Rica. And then this is where I, I didn't even mention this earlier, but I also turned 32 over the summer on July 22nd. Uh, I'm still accepting late B-Day gifts. Uh, I turned 32 um, on July 22nd and I was by myself though. And that was the weird part because last year I was in New York for my birthday and I was with friends and stuff like that. And, I, and that was dope, you know, and I spent time with some family too. And so like that was really cool. But this time nobody was here. You know what I mean? Like, I knew that I was like, man, I can't even hit up anybody because, you know, what do teachers do? Teachers are on some vacation, they're traveling and or they're with family, whatever the case may be. So it's like, I'm coming back and nobody's even around. So I'm like, what could I do? I'm like, you know what? I'll go to Manuel Antonio, which is this beach town that I often go to, probably the most tourist location in all of Costa Rica. But I love going there. And it was a great time. I had a fantastic time. I met some people along my travel. I stayed in this nice Airbnb and it was just a nice reflection. It was really dope to just reflect on, um, on you know, the year that has been and then the summer I'm doing now, right? Like I told you guys, I like reflecting through different mediums, whether it's obviously uh, this podcast, but also writing and, and journal. So I, that's a like, good way for me like to think about shit. Um, and yeah, so that was like really dope. I felt really blessed, really grateful for life and everything. And I'm not going to lie, <laughs> it, was, I, it was, I think it was the day after my birthday, I was overlooking this, you know, the the sunset, just listening to music, look at the sunset, like doing that. I was at a bar, sipping on my mojito, and and uh, this guy comes, you know, he he needs a chair. So he's like, sir, he's, he's like, sir, can I take this? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And as he leaves, I'm like, this bro, this mother... This dude just called me sir. <laughs> like, yo, a day after I'm 32, people call me sir? Nah, I'm not doing that. So <laughs> that stayed with me. I'm like, what? Why did he feel the need to call me sir? Why can't he just say, hey, hey, excuse me, can I get this? You using this? No, excuse me, sir. <laughs> I wasn't a kid or anything. So, of course, me being me, like maybe 10 minutes later, I, I go by to where him and his friends are sitting. I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to bother you guys, but... Yo, why exactly did you call me sir? And he's like, oh, my bad. I just I just call everybody sir. And I'm like, how old are you? And he's like, 25. I'm like, All right, yeah, you can't call me sir. <laughs> so that was that was a funny moment. That was that was a funny moment. But um, yeah, 32. I definitely feel, I'm not gonna lie. I feel older. And I know that sounds like, well, no shit, you're older. But no, but like, and I don't even mean, one older because one, I have a lot more grays. A lot more grays. I'm losing some of my hair. My hairline's receding, unfortunately, which is a very sad thing for me because I'm how much I love my hair. Um, so I'm seeing the signs <laughs> of what what I was three years ago when I first moved here. When I see the pictures of this young cat, not yet 30, 20, 20, you know, 29, 
um, and then now 32-year-old Angel. There's a, there's a difference there. There's a difference there. Um, so I'll tell you a quick short story about how I'm. people think I look different than the pictures that I have. So <laughs> this is actually the most I, I might have ever disclosed on the podcast. So you guys should be very grateful at this point. I'm single here, right? Like I'm single here in Costa Rica. Um, I have like, you know, I have like a Bumble and a Tinder. I got all, all that dating shit. Um, and of course I have pictures up there, right? And I think pictures that are, you know, a good representation of who I am and what I look like. So funny enough, a friend of mine who also does Uber, I met him when I first moved here. Um, he, <laughs> he was trying to hook me up with like his sister-in-law basically. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And so I got to meet his wife. His wife is, is, is lovely. And he told me that his sister-in-law was talking to his wife, right? Their sisters. And she asked her sister like, oh, so what does Angel look like? Does he look any different than pictures? And apparently she said that I look very different from my pictures. And I'm like, how? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like is that a good thing? Is that? I'm like, the, she, apparently she said very different. I'm like, wow. I'm like, what else did she say? <laughs> and apparently that I have a very nice smile, that I'm a good looking guy. But I was, I'm like, okay, she, okay, that, that's good to know that, you know, at least people see that, or at least it's perceived that I have a nice smile, that I'm a good looking guy. But I don't know why she said that I look so different than the pictures I have online. And I'm, I'm looking at these pictures like, yo, these pictures are not that old. Like, these pictures might be a year, two years old. Like, do I look that different from now that I'm 32? That's why I'm going back to this when I first moved into now. <laughs> If I look that much older and it gets me self-conscious, I'm not going to lie. Having all these motherfucking gray hairs, I curse too much. I got to stop cursing so much. But having all these gray hairs and this hairline that's unfortunately, it's, it's, it's sad. Like, I still have a good head of hair. Don't get me wrong. But I know what it used to be like. <laughs> I know what it used to be like. It is not this. So it gets me a little self-conscious. You know? So I'm like, you know what? I got to start working out a lot <laughs> and get in really good shape so I could uh, combat my, my feelings of feeling older. <laughs> but anywho, I thought, it was, I thought it was a funny story that made me feel a, a, little, a little self-conscious. But anywho, where, where was I? I got lost. See, I, that's what I'm talking I said we we're going to go on a ride. So I hope you enjoyed this ride that I'm taking you on. Anywho, so yeah. So that I came back to Costa Rica and, you know, I turned 32 or whatever. And now, you know, there's Masters now. I'm... Very close to finishing, guys. I feel very proud of myself. Not yet super proud, just very proud because the process, right? It's been a two-year process, and I can't believe it's come and gone so fast. And now I'm here at the finish line, basically. 2,000 words to go, a lot, final stretch of edits, final edits of, yeah, a lot of work that started basically since January of this dissertation to now in August. Um, and I think I think it's a good piece of work. I think, you know, I interviewed some people, some other teachers of color um, about the experiences working in international school. So I think um, I think it'll add to the existing literature on uh, living abroad and just foreigners slash expats or whatever you want to call us. Um, Because there's not much out there, guys, for those who are listening that living abroad and either you're teaching abroad or you're a person of color abroad, black and brown person. There's not a lot out there about our experiences. (laughs) Not that much. Um, so hopefully, I'm I'm feeling like with this podcast and other pod, I'm not and other podcasts. Obviously, I'm not the only one doing this, right? There's other great podcasts out there that are you know about focusing on people of color, travel, and living abroad. But like their stuff, like they're they're what they're doing and what I'm doing. Hopefully, we're filling like this niche and this much needed void 
in this uh, living abroad thing that we're doing. <laughs> and now hopefully through the academic part, right, through academia, um, I can also fulfill a niche there. So yes, I'm, I feel very proud of that. And it's pretty cool, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I feel, again, I feel accomplished, but not, again, not fully accomplished because I, I tell this to my my uh, classmate. I'm like, listen, he's like, he's like, bro, you're doing good. I'm like, it doesn't matter what I did in the past. <laughs> I don't care how well I did in the past. That is not going to be a reflection of what this current work is. Like I could, I could either royally fuck this up <laughs> or keep doing good work and work that is meaningful. It's not just me, but to others, right? Like that's the whole point of this. And this podcast, I do this obviously for myself, no doubt about it, but hopefully it's meaningful as meaningful and, you know, worthwhile to others that are listening to. And it's funny because I actually, I want to read a message that I got while, because again, I've been really bad with the, po- keeping up with the podcast. <laughs> and sometimes I check, sometimes I check the messages that I get and I got a really, really nice message from someone. And this is what she said. And I'll, and I'll read it to you. She said, Hi, I just want to say, this was June 22nd, so like a, basically a month and a half ago. Hi, I just want to say I love your podcast. I really thank you for making this as safe, as a safe and knowledgeable place for people of color. I'll be going to Korea this year to teach English and will love to give an ex- excerpt uh, after my year is up. So basically, there's a person that listens to my podcast and is a person of color and she's going abroad to teach in, in Korea. Obviously, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure she probably already had this planned out. I'm not saying that I inspired her. <laughs> I'm not going to think that highly of my podcast. So maybe I did. Who knows? But the point is that, you know, she finds this podcast to be a safe safe space. And to me, that's the biggest thing. I want it to be a safe space, not just for myself, but for others that come on, right? And hopefully, again, if I can inspire one person, that's good enough. And it's the same thing that I'm extending it to this to this paper, to this, to this dissertation, I want that to show that this, you know, what I research, I'm trying to make that a safe space for the people that decided to be on, to be interviewed about the experiences. And we spoke about a lot of real shit. I'm not going to disclose it because it's not done yet. When it's out there, I'll, I'll give it out. I'll publish it. I'll, I'll put it out there, the link <laughs> on, on, the, on, uh, on the page. But yeah, like I want this to be a safe space. I really do. And again, I, I'm, I'm I'm rambling here a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to bring it back together. Is that the whole point of all of this? Whether you know me reflecting on my summer and all this other stuff, and me interviewing people and me this dissertation, is that it's important for myself to feel safe around others, right? To discuss these experiences, to discuss my reality, and then for them to discuss their reality with me. As you guys know, we, we live in a really crazy world right now. It's it's really wild and. You know, there's a lot of perspectives on a lot of things. And it's important, I think, to, to for people to feel safe in places, in certain spaces. And hopefully this podcast fills that, that, uh, that need for people to feel s- safe as a place to discuss anything that they want to discuss related to obviously living abroad and being a person of color living abroad. Um, so yeah, that's a little tangent I went on. But... All right, now, this won't be a long episode, but now transitions to now this year at school. I'm going into year four, which is, again, bananas. I've done three years going to year four. This is where it's going to be the real test, I think, excuse me, of what happens next. Like, I once, hopefully, once, you know, knock on wood, once I, you know, get this master's, hopefully, 
I'm gonna, I wanna put that to work immediately. Meaning I wanna start doing more work towards diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, and this is the year for me to do it, I feel. I don't think it's gonna be like, oh, you know, I graduated, so let me take it now. It's like, I've gotta put in that work now. That was the point of me doing it to begin with. And so to me, there's gonna be a real testament of what this year looks like and then what moving forward looks like as well. And that means, do I wanna stay in Costa Rica another year? Or am I trying to do something outside of Costa Rica, outside of the classroom? This is where I think the ball starts rolling, right? Because my thing was, I want to get this master's because one, I want to obviously get, you know, get become more educated, have more credentials, but also hoping that that also opens up other doors for me, right? And that's what I want to see. All right, what doors will open up with this master's? And obviously, that will be seen very soon. Um, and I'm excited to see what it, what it has in store for me, right? Once I get past this uh, this this milestone, this big milestone um, in my life. And um, yeah, that's basically that. I mean, I, I, I could go on forever about what that means to me, but I think I'll have more thoughts when it's accomplished. I'm not going to put the, what's it called? Put the baby before the, what's that? Put the, put the horse before the cart? Put the cart before the horse? Which one is it? You tell me. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm not that smart. I don't know many sayings or phrases. <laughs> but the I think it's put the carriage before the horse, right? I'm about to look it up. I think it's put the carriage before the horse. Let me see. Yeah, oh, it's put the cart before the horse. Exactly. An idiom or proverb says just something is done contrary to the nature normally. Right, exactly. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put the cat the cart before the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll finish my master's then have more reflections on on it when that's done and accomplished but as of right now as I'm going through this process it does feel very like my hard work is currently paying off and that feels nice um, and yeah so next year I'm looking forward to you know again traversing into new territories with uh, stuff related to DEI um, and yeah and just growing more personally right like professionally I'm trying to grow more and personally that's that's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. All right. So you just heard uh, this episode with me. Um, and if you notice, I, I have brought back the original, the original uh, instrumental track that I played for my very first episode. I want to do that because it's been a while. I just wanted to bring it back, maybe just for this one. I don't know if I'm going to use it again for the following episode, but I wanted to bring it back. I wanted to surprise you guys with a little, you know, with a little something, something there. For a little reminder for those that have been the OGs, uh, the, the guys that have been day ones, following me since day one of this podcast journey. So it's like, hopefully you guys remembered uh, the instrumental. But yeah, so we'll see um, when I do my next episode. Hopefully it's very soon. And hopefully it's with a uh, new guest, <laughs> not just me. But yeah. As always, if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, and any of your other streaming platforms. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is A Living Color Abroad. Peace.